0: Radio.
1: It's so weird. I always forget that music is before I am. I was cool. <laughs> <laughs> this is your host, being here. I think I said that like three times beforehand. This is my first time hosting, and my co host is Jonathan Moody. He's here today. Say hey, Jonathan Moody. Uh,
0: hey, Jonathan Moody.
1: <laughs> Sorry. Um, so today is our first episode, our launch of All About Acting, and this podcast is going to be a little bit different than um, what you know from uh, Jonathan Moody's earlier podcast, and we just talked a lot about horror, which I love. I'm a horror actress myself, if you don't already know me. Um, But this is more about the actors and what the actors go through because, you know, we don't talk enough, right? Um, But this is more of what they do throughout their day, what they go through, and, um, you know, kind of day in a life of an actor so every week we try to have a different actor on and uh, kind of ask them uh you know any questions and for all your fans that are listening right now if you have if you know of anyone that is going to be on the show and you want to make something specific about somebody put, put in your questions send it to us me and jonathan and we'll be sure to um ask the questions that you want us to ask um who, you know, if you're a fan of somebody that's going to be on the show. Um, Tonight we have the beautiful Jackie Hall, and she was originally on the series The Invited. Say hi, Jackie. Hola, amigos. (laughs) (laughs) How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you guys? I'm doing great. Um, Now, Jackie, uh, you're in Los Angeles. Are you originally from Los Angeles? No, not at all, actually. I've only been here for
2: since uh i been here for like a year and four months. Oh so okay. new.
1: Wow. Yeah, you're a baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's good it's good to be it's good to be a baby. I always feel like when I when I first moved to LA and people are like, oh, you just moved here from where? I'd be like, oh, from New York. Everyone thought I was so cool, you know. I was like, I just moved from New York. But, you know, now that I've been out in California for like two years now, they're over that. I'm like, not cool anymore. So you're still in the
0: cool zone.
1: And then a few months later, you're not going to be cool anymore. <laughs> yeah.
2: Every, everyone here, when they ask me where I'm from, they're like, oh, how the hell did you end up here? I'm like,. <laughs> I packed a bag and got on a plane? <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know. I did, but...
0: No, you teleported, Jackie. You teleported. That's what you tell them I, from now on.
2: Well, I mean, I do do that a lot, but unfortunately that wasn't an option whenever I moved to California. It would have been a lot cheaper,
0: though. Yeah, it would have been. Maybe. Well, you hey, teleported teleportation device might have cost a little bit of money but to make mm-hmm. but after that then it'll be you know pretty good
1: yeah yeah anyway, i feel like it's something that's hard to come by you know it's just you can't
0: just <laughs> you make,
1: have to make one take, damn it find it and it's like you know maybe somebody you know you know only the president has the teleportation device and then you have to pay him like 4 million to use it then it's not cool like you know, yeah, that's not cool at all. Mine
2: disappears, but normally when I like last need it, when I need Sorry. it, it
1: never appears. Oh, see, that's perfect. It disappears in your bedroom when you need it. Yeah, I feel like that's it does. when I would need it. My bedroom, because when I'm in my bedroom, that's when I'm like, Eff, I need to get out. I need to do something. I've been in my bed uh-huh. way too long. <laughs>
2: I had to get rid of um, mine because my puppies kept trying to teleport to, like, my job
1: and stuff during the day. Oh, that's what you were saying. You have, how many puppies do you have? <laughs> two. You have two. And they're so cute. And what are they again? They're French Bulldogs. Oh, well, they're so I'm cute. I'm so
2: L.A. I have French Bulldogs. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Is that really an L.A. thing?
2: Like,
0: I have French Bulldogs, so I'm now L.A.
2: You wouldn't know because you're not cool, Moody. You're not not. living the L.A. life (laughs) with your French
1: Bulldogs like I am. (laughs) I will say I know, like, three actresses that have French Bulldogs, which is fascinating. Well, now you're my fourth one, Jackie, so I'll add you to the list. (laughs) Well, they're um,
2: hilarious. They do a lot of really funny stuff. So I, they're really just me, like in dog form. I mean, except for <laughs> I try not to like pee or poop on my carpet, but
0: they
1: well, don't really. I mean, <laughs> All right. Uh, so I want to. I first want to start out um the episode, just kind of you know easing it in and. Telling, because most of our listeners are going to be other actors as well and kind of getting a vibe for, you know, what other people go through and things like that. And, and so I just want to start out with, uh, you know, kind of getting a feel for what made you um, going back to the whole, you know, you transported over here from, uh, where did you say Arkansas? And um, what made you, what inspired you, to get into acting, and um, were you doing this from when you were a little girl, or was this something that came about when you were older?
2: Um, well, actually, I was acting a lot as a kid, but not, like, professionally. Um, we would, uh, especially when I got into middle school and high school, we used to um, come up with, like, skits. This is I, I don't even think I watched Comedy uh, Central or SNL or anything like that back in the day, but we definitely made our own. We got bored, and we lived out in the middle of the country, and there wasn't a lot to do, so it was fun to just put on random clothes and act like hillbillies, which which is kind of ironic because we were already, like, r- redneck. So, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but um, then when I got into high school, it, like, came a thing. Every week we would do a skit, and then everybody in wanted to see like our videos so it was kind of like a thing for a while and then I mean to be honest I'm from such a like a small hole in the ground that I didn't even realize that being an actor or actress was even a possibility until after high school so um, yeah. I start I like yeah I just kind of thought
1: that it we were, like, privileged people, I guess? I don't, I think mean, I really don't know. I do You
2: like,
1: the people you're around? Where they, it was kind of just a different atmosphere, or was it just you? Completely different
2: atmosphere. You never heard of parents being, like, go after acting. Everybody's, right. like, go work in a carpet mill. Go to college. <laughs> Read some books. Learn to
1: ride a tractor.
2: There we go. No. <laughs> yeah. So I was just like. Did you? Did
0: not you ride okay. a tractor? Okay,
2: I was. Maybe.
0: <laughs> okay, I had to ask. You know, I've never ridden a tractor in Of course, before I grew up on a
1: farm. I grew up on a farm. We had tons of tractors. <laughs> I mean, tractors seem like a lot of fun. I'm. I personally am gonna have to use a tractor in about a month actually. Myself. Okay. I know. For what? I put it upon myself. I, I'm putting together a kind of like a like a George Lucas um ranch, but for myself for the independent industry. And I have like thirty five acres in California that I um am currently getting together to like build sets for people to film on. Wow. And yeah. So next month, I'm I'm like basically gonna have to, you know, start doing all this crazy stuff. <laughs> I don't well, know, girl, I
2: if you hire me, I'll come out and <laughs> drive all your tractors.
1: There you go. Now you have to come. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just kidding. I would
2: them. not trust me with that at all. Like you'll lose a lot of money. I would not I'll do that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like what would happen is I would want you to like try to pick me up with like the what are those things you know those to pick up the dirt and, like, throw them, I would lay on the ground, and I'd be like, okay, now try to carry me with the tractor. Like, try to me <laughs> yeah. That sounds
2: very dangerous, actually.
1: <laughs> it's like all fun sounds games
2: good. until someone dies.
1: Right.
0: Yeah, <laughs> probably not a good idea, Laura.
1: <laughs> well, you know, it sounds like fun. Maybe I'll just put that idea into a film.
0: Like, <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: Like, okay, guys, do you want to answer the next
2: question? Go ahead. Uh, All right, I don't even think uh,
1: I finished that one. Oh you answering
2: that one? Oh, just the ending tell of it after we got sidetracked with ridiculousness. Um oh, okay. I started I started modeling, but I always wanted to act like it was more of my thing. And um I had a director like seek me out. And, um, he put me in a movie, wasn't a very good one, but it was a good, it was a movie and, um, that he's actually like an, I call him an uncle, but he's not. Um, he ended up really, uh, getting me out into the film world from that, from him. And from that, I probably got like seven other like feature films. So it was a blessing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's how I got started. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean uh, sometimes right. um, like Oh, sorry, I was gonna say um, no. because sometimes you get into something, um, you know, there's a lot of people I hear about that, that's what it happened, is like the modeling, you have you know, you, know, you have people like Cameron Diaz and Tyra Banks, they 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 start in with the modeling and then they, they kind of like that feel for being behind the camera or in front of the camera. And they're like, okay, well, maybe I can go further with this, you know. But you know, yeah. it's 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 a story that ha- you know it, it happens a lot with us and and mostly with the modeling. I meet mean, a lot of girls where it's like, yeah, I started modeling, but you know, and I wanted to speak, and I go, I understand that. I understand wanting to speak, like wanting to say something and have a voice, you know, and not just pose. So that's awesome.
2: Hey, hey, hey. yeah, stop. Sorry, my. My dog's got a broken leg. And Zeke, bad boy. Nope. (laughs) That's how he broke his leg in the first place. Oh, my
0: gosh.
2: Speaking of farms, I have one going on at my house right now. Stop. (laughs) A doggy farm.
0: (laughs) Yeah. All right. Um, So, Jackie, uh, did you train... Or did you take classes and like? What's your favorite acting style?
2: Acting style, of course, comedy. You know this.
0: Comedy, right, but like the. Would you say like have you studied anything like the the Meisner techniques or anything of that nature in class or
2: anything? I've literally never taken a class.
0: Oh. Okay. Very cool.
2: I know. I probably should because that's like the cool thing to do here in L.A., spend all of your retirement funds on classes. I haven't done that.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when
1: you say uh, you feel sometimes that you you'd, um, do you like to – basically for me uh, on that question, when you do a scene, when you do something, and this is for the people listening in um, – when you do a scene, when you do something for you, what works best for you? Do you, do you, do you have like some sort of like ritual or do you, you know, or basically some people like to kind of like be on their own and, you know, um, they kind of study um, what the character would be on their own and stuff like that. Or some people like to constantly be with their co-stars and be working with their co-stars. And, um, and some people kind of just, uh, uh, you know, are you kind of like, I'm going to memorize all my lines and be prepared and find the character and do all this stuff like days in advance, months in advance, or are you kind of like, you know, fly by night kind of person?
2: Um,
1: well, I mean, I
2: obviously, like, read the script uh, two or three times, but then um, actually a technique I use from um, D. Wallace Um mm-hmm. Her daughter and I used to be friends. Um, We still are, just we just don't really, uh, haven't seen her in a long time. But anyways, uh, she gave some tips on on acting, and it was like really worked for me. Um, Reading into stuff too much and trying to remember everything, every little detail, everything uh, really makes it come off like not natural at all. So for me, I like to read through a script, and then I'll read through, you know, two or three more times. But um, for me, I want it to be as natural as possible. Um, Obviously, I'm playing a character, but I'm also the one speaking the words that this character is saying. So I have to make it seem real, you know? Mm -hmm. Mhm. When I'm – I'm normally around my co-stars when i'm working but if i have um like a really serious part where i need to be crying um i will separate myself from everyone because i'm a really happy person i'm not a sad person um so for me to dig deep to bring up something that's going to make me cry on cue um in front of the camera i have to go to like a really deep spot and i have to kind of keep myself there
1: yeah, which is what most people do. I mean, yeah, I'm just uh, that's really cool, and um, and on the other note, like on the, because I know Jonathan, I was just talking with you about this. How, um, and I know a couple directors that will want the actors to not really go off script. Do you find sometimes, um, that you like to go off script a lot because of the whole, like, you know, you only read through the script a few times, or do you find you still kind of stay within the lines of what the director wants?
2: Well, I think Jonathan can also help speak on my behalf with this. Um, if a line that I'm reading doesn't come off natural when I'm saying it, um, yeah. I'll, go, I'll go over with the, with the director uh, a different way I can say it but get the exact same message across so that it does come across natural yeah. because sometimes you get scripts and unless you just have an absolutely professional, amazing scriptwriter, some things sound good on paper, but in actual real life and conversation, they don't sound real. It's like, who talks like that?
1: Right, exactly. And I think like for me, um, that's where, um, uh, I'm, I'm almost the opposite of you. Um, and in yeah. the sense of I wanna memorize everything that way I can I do know what I can change around. You know, I kinda of like to go through and kind of memorize my lines and all this stuff so then I know exactly where I'm going to next so then it it does feel kind of just like a natural flow of everything versus in my mind I'm going like, Oh yeah, what's next? You know. And um and that's I, I know some people um like that as well because it's almost for them easier to change, the, to make something sound different because you know what it would sound like before, in the sense, you know. So I, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's such, like, it's, it's so interesting because there's so many different ways actors work out there. So it's nice to hear what you're saying because it's, like, I work almost completely opposite Not that, you know. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I can't just, yeah. Actor. sometimes I freak out, you know. I'd be like, oh, no, like, for me, I like to and do notes and and kind of dive in and, and kind of know where my character is going throughout the day. So it's like when I when I have to skip when I have to skip something and let's say I, they want me to do page ninety on the on the fifth day and you know when and do page one on the tenth day. I kind of know okay. Well, page ninety is when I feel this way and um and I'm saying this and then i and from there since it's. Memorize, I can change it and make it more not only the character but deeper than that, and it is it then becomes you because you know it so well, you know. Well, no, but, I, I,
2: I do that too, but like memorizing word for word for my lines, I guess I'm, I'm more of like an, an energy and like what is the energy of this moment, um, in the mm-hmm. script type person. Right. So I go along with like the feelings and emotions that are going on. Um, I may not memorize all of my lines word for word, um, throughout the entire script, uh, right away. But um I do the whole I remember the emotions. I, I know where I'm supposed to be at emotionally throughout the whole that's script. Good. good. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. But but me remembering actually word for word, um, I sound like a robot. People are like, <laughs> What are you doing? <laughs> I'm like, I I need, like, a second. I turn around. I, like, slap myself. I'm like, Jackie, get with it,
1: girl, or
2: else. That doesn't (laughs)
1: happen. (laughs) Oh, that's great. (laughs) I love that. Uh (laughs) You know, you're just on, and then suddenly, like, you turn, like, and you see someone just turn around and slap themselves. I'm like, oh, my God. God! (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> so that's, that's pretty much Jackie on set. You know.
1: <laughs> so I'm like, oh, okay. She's just, she just needs to do that? Right. Okay, okay. We'll just leave her alone. <laughs> Clap herself for like her
2: minutes. I ask people like random questions on set too to just like keep the energy going. I think there still might be a video from like years ago where I asked, I start making bird noises and I asked Jonathan if he were a bird, what would his mating call be? I don't know. His <laughs>
0: response wasn't so good. Jonathan, I, wasn't what did I say? I, I didn't. Know. Well, I wasn't expecting it, so I was like, uh, uh, I, I forgot what I said. Because um, like I, get, I, said something. You gave me the weirdest look. Like the hell? You know, that's the kind of <laughs> bird you'd be.
1: <laughs>
0: was, I'm like I did, that's It your probably is call? still there. You know, yeah. No. no, no cause okay. I did the no. I did the maiden call. I did a cuckoo. I did a cuckoo bird. And, oh, yeah. uh, it wasn't and very Terry, creative, uh, though.
2: It was, like, straight from the clock,
0: which confused me. Yeah, Jack... no, that was what made you give that look. Oh, my God, it was hilarious. It was the best thing ever. <laughs> 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 All right. <laughs> um, what well, yeah, you oh. was your, your meeting um,
1: call again?
0: To what? what was, yeah. <laughs> what was your, your meeting call, call be, Jackie?
1: I think it was <laughs> like, like
0: right.
1: flapping my wings and doing <laughs> a dance, it's like a dying or like a bird shout. It's like from the movie The Birds. Yeah. Yeah. it's, yeah. Like a, crow, it's like if a bird to become
2: an old man that I smoked for eighty years, <laughs>
1: that's my bird call.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. So, okay, okay, Jackie. Who is your favorite actor and why? Man,
2: you know not to ask me this question. I can't <laughs> pick.
1: Okay, how about I, I um how about if it's, um how about when the first thing that comes to your mind when you, when you hear that question, just go. The first name. It doesn't need to you be your favorite, favorite, but just somebody that obviously comes to your mind when you hear favorite. Jim Carrey. Okay. Good choice. I mean, good, but great choice. Um, why
2: Jim Carrey? I think something got me through, like, most of my childhood. Like, I didn't have the best childhood, and so I just became fixated on my TV, and it happened to be Jim Carrey all nice. the time. And I just, I don't know. I fell in love with comedy. It, it got me through, like, really dark spots in my life, and I would feel better, like, when I'm laughing, and I love that sense of humor. It's just like stupid. It makes no sense at all. Yeah, but it's funny, you know.
1: Do you like doing a lot of comedy yourself? Do I want to do a comedy, write one, or do one? Well, I was saying, do you have you done? Do you do you like doing comedy yourself, or you haven't done comedy yet, or do you? Um,
2: I actually did a comedy. It was called Welcome to Uranus. And <laughs> I know, right? It was a short film based off of these two uh people that worked. Uh,
0: Jackie?
1: Did we lose her? Uh, this was a dog.
0: I think the dog ate the phone. Uh, yeah, we lost her. Damn. <laughs> she'll she'll call back in or something hopefully. Uh, I don't I know. Think,
1: I, think about... I think I think the dog got upset and ate her
0: phone. Oh here she is. She's here. on. Uh... Hey uh, Jackie, you're back. Okay, cool. I just I was <sighs> um, just
1: saying that your dog ate your phone, so you've made me wrong. Could you call back?
2: Um, so. <laughs> he, he probably would eat my phone because I'm not paying attention to him right now. So I'm sure it'll be eaten later. <laughs> um, what was I saying oh about the comedy that I did the welcome yeah. to your anus it was uh, this short film that was made about two these two characters that worked in a sex shop and like their weird um, experiences um, with people coming in the shop There's like you know like people looking for midget porn and like old people coming in trying to get their freak on and this was like really weird, uncomfortable stuff, which was like really funny for me because that all that stuff really makes me uncomfortable, so that character was just me hmm. um so I would like to do more of it it got it got a lot of really good reviews, but then the director took it off of um YouTube because I think he's going a different direction. I think he's doing more like face based stuff now so.
0: Oh wow! So the director went into faith, like productions.
2: Yeah, I think he's trying to do huh? more like family-based stuff, not ones without sex shops.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, that thing. might that might confuse some people.
1: Yeah, and that actually, uh, I mean, and, and that actually takes me to my next question. Um, and this is for people listening in. I mean, obviously, um, I just spoke at the Long Beach um, International Film and Acting Association. I was a spokesperson there, and uh, what happened was, you know, it was great because it was it was an all-woman panel, and uh, all these amazing women. Me and five other women, and we got to speak out about things we've done in our life, and. I mean, for all the followers out there that don't know me, um, you can find me online at uh Lara Jean and my full name, my French name, Lar Jean Monner. And, um, you know, I'm an actor and producer in the industry myself. And so, you know, I was chatting and, you know, one thing that came up was um, when we encounter, and this goes for males too, not just females, when we encounter things that are uncomfortable um how did we deal with it, and did dealing with it a certain way hinder us um from getting further or not and how how did you deal with that and for me i you know i'll say um, before i ask you jackie for me i've had i've had i encountered some things um when I was in Los Angeles from people are we talking you know, about the
2: tapping you- cow- um,
1: I'm no, no, I'm, I'm just, just kidding. kidding. I'm so sorry. That yeah. <laughs> did make me. Um, that you know, that did make me feel uncomfortable, um, in a sense. And it made me feel like, oh my gosh, like if I, you know, I feel like if I don't, you know, you know, go out to dinner or something like this, then this person will probably, you know, not talk to me. Or but you know, I didn't care. You know, I have such a, like a don't care attitude. So I was like, whatever. Like if that person is not going to give me a job from not doing this then that's their issue and um I was like you know it's okay like you know and I told them how I felt I was like you know like if you really want me to audition or something like that I'll audition but you know was like, and they never you know and it's and it you know you never hear from that person or you hear from them years later or whatever and it's fine and I'm someone that moves past something and it turned out for the best and now You know, I'm even best friends with some of those people that years ago put me in an awkward situation, but it was because we had to have, you know, a mutual understanding and they found more of a respect for me because of that. And, um, so it's, it worked out great, but I'm one of the lucky ones where it didn't get like completely awkward. It was just, you know, a misunderstanding of some sort or whatever, um, uh, you know, but a lot of other women and men go through things that are really awkward or even on set just super awkward, and I thank God that I never ha- – well, I haven't gone through that, knock on wood, yet. And so I wanted to get, um, you know, as more and more actors come on the show, it would be great for them to actually, you know, use this show as ability to just discuss the reality of acting and, and what, it, what it's like to have to – you know, confront people that you don't know and audition for them and feel, you know, like they're judging your every whim and judging what you're wearing and judging what you look like and judging your how you speak and judging all these things. And it, it gets really hard and it's very tiring after a while. And, you know, a lot of people give up because they can't handle it anymore and a lot of people take breaks because they can't handle it anymore. And, and for me, one of my outlets was just doing me and being me and doing my stuff and having good people around me and people like Jonathan, shout out to you, Jonathan. Um, You know, good people around you that inspire you. And luckily I have great people around me that are in the film industry and we keep all of us inspired. Shout out to Hunter, Monty, Colton, Jen, all you guys out there. Love you all. Um, and so on that note, Jackie, I really want you to use this opportunity just to tell me if, if you've ever encountered anything awkward, you know, um, how did you deal with, how are you dealing with that now? Um, how is it for you being an actor? How do you feel sometimes um, um, in the positive and the negative? You know, that, I think that's what this podcast is for, is to let people know what, what it's really like out there and, and how to work through that, how to really work through that as an actor.
2: Right. Well, I don't necessarily feel like this is just like an industry question because um, this goes on in any type of job, I feel, or at least in my experiences it has, being a semi-halfway decent-looking female that has boobs and a butt, with any job that I've had, I've come across, you know, my negative and positive. I think... Um, I'm like you, I have the I don't care attitude and when it comes to that I'm going to stand up for myself um, except for now I may not, I may keep my mouth closed and just like distance myself from those people, you know, you know what I'm saying? Just because i am matured some but like used to I would just tell them how it is, like in there, what they were trying to do, like I thought um, but It's all about, I think, you know, finding you and become very comfortable and, and loving you because when you know who you are and that you also understand that when you're going on an audition or something like that, it's really not personal. We have to learn to take things, stop taking everything so personal and being like, oh, well, I must have been bad and feeling rejected. This is an industry full of rejection. You're going to be rejected more than you're going to be accepted and going into an audition, they already have something in mind that they're already looking for, you know? So the best thing you can do is just take yourself in there. And if you and, – and do your best and be yourself, your authentic self, I think that really matters um, because people, um, I think, have become very callous and they think that they have to play a character all the time and they're not being their, their self. In front of others, and I think that that's really important to not do that.
1: Absolutely. But also
2: too, but also too, uh, you know, be protective of yourself. There's people in this industry, just like everywhere else, that might have money or be higher up on the ladder that think it's okay to take advantage of a situation, and it's not. Right. And you and I don't care what people say. I was told my whole life, basically, like, you're going to have to sleep your way to the top. All of this stuff. I'm just like, you guys are crazy. That, it's all <laughs> about perspective. Like, it's all about perspective. It's, it's sure. I'm sure plenty of people have gotten there from being on the casting couch. But, like, in my head, the casting couch is non existent. Because, at the end of the day, for me, what's meant to be for me may not happen when i want it to happen but it eventually
1: happens exactly absolutely I completely agree with you there i honestly said close to the exact same words last week and it's exactly that it's it's and this is um answers my question on you know um the whole you know does it it doesn't matter if it, if it elongates your dream or, you know, when it, or when it happens in your mind, like, oh, it's not happening yet. Oh, it's not there. But at least you get there when you, when you, when you get there and it's on, it's, you've gotten there on your own, which is such a more better feeling than when you get somewhere and you're like, oh, well, I had to do this or I had to do that. But when we, when as women get there on our own and we can look back and go, it may have taken me longer but I got there doing, it, doing it the way I hoped to get, you know, to do it, you know, the way I wanted to do it. At least for, you know, most of us out there, it, it, it's such a so fulfilling, and it's just, yeah, it's it, you know, it's a great feeling.
2: It really is, and 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 for me, um, like right now, I've been on pretty much like a year and a half uh, break from acting, and it's not because I'm like over the industry or anything like that. But it's because I had put my success of acting, of what my idea of success was and where I wanted to be on such a high pedestal. And I had put timelines on each ladder, uh, step on that ladder I wanted to go up, that if I didn't get there by then, I felt like a failure. So I was constantly failing myself over and over again, so I had to put a stop to it and learn that, number one, me and my health are the most important. I don't care about the film industry. As long as I'm healthy and I'm at peace, that's all that matters, and then after that, I can go back and get back into the industry after taking care of myself and realizing that Whatever is meant for me is going to happen. It's not this competition and race like a lot of people make it seem. It can be that way, like I said, if you want to look at it that way, but that way was killing me. Yeah. And you know, when you have insecurities and stuff and you're like, "Oh man, like these people have done more than me, or this girl's prettier than me, she's in better shape than me, like whatever they're going to pick her over me, they're going to
1: pick someone else. like
2: it's exhausting.
1: Exactly, exactly, and I was actually just, exactly, and I was just talking to Jonathan about this before the launch of this episode, we were on the phone and I was saying, you know, one thing I don't do is I have a name for people is scrollers and non-scrollers, and a scroller to me is like another name for somebody that sits there and looks through their Instagram or looks through their Facebook and scrolls and looks at people's pages. And it's not a bad thing because I know people just do it because they're bored. But for me, um, being a performer and being, um, you know, a dancer and an actor and, a, you know, seeing all these things all the time, it's exactly what you said. A few years ago, I was scrolling and I was, I was, I was noticing that it was making me more depressed than happy because I was seeing some stuff that people were doing, and I was like, oh, I wish I was doing that. Oh, I wish I was there. Oh, I, uh-huh. wish, I wish I was there. And, and I realized, I was like, what am I doing? Like, I finally realized after, like, so many weeks of, like, seeing whatever, I, I realized, I was like, I'm not making me depressed. The Internet and what's being posted is making me depressed. Cause, and I looked at uh-huh. what I've done, and, like, I've done some good things. I should be happy with what I've done. Uh-huh. Why am I myself exactly I stopped I just completely stopped I was like I don't I don't go on anymore whenever I go on is to see if my friends are doing good if they're alive if they're healthy or to like congratulate them on something they've gotten but I don't do that scrolling thing anymore I can't I won't do it it's not healthy for anybody not for any industry you know for any life any life (laughs) no
2: it's not at all because Now, what has become the most important thing, regardless if you realize it or not right now, this day and age, the most important thing is the first thing you wake up in the morning is how many delights did I get on my post yesterday or did such and such like my post or what such and such doing. And then you start scrolling through the feed and then you see a million things that people are talking about and doing. And meanwhile, in your head, you're emotionally reacting to all that stuff, which means everything in your body is reacting to all that stuff, and we were never meant to process all of that at once. Exactly. So exactly. I, realized, I realized that Facebook gave me anxiety. I realized when I was on Facebook, I was, like, literally tensing my body up or I had negative thoughts coming in my head that I normally wouldn't have. I took it off. I took it off of my phone. I will sometimes pop pop back up on the – I'll sometimes put the app, re-download the app on my phone to put up um, something about God or I'll put a post of my dogs up for my family. But I do not go to the uh, actual news feed, and then I delete it off of my phone again. That way it's not an option for me. And since then, too, like – feel like I can breathe and then instead of being on social media now I'm reading books so it's like I replace social media for books like something that most people don't do anymore it's like I don't I don't I don't want to be a slave to my phone anymore like I'm happy for everyone that's succeeding I am but at the end of the day you're almost kind of helpless when it comes to not comparing yourself to all of these lives that we think people are living online because you can live whatever life you want to online. I know this girl on Instagram that constantly posts pictures of herself saying she's in France and stuff. And she's not, she's right here. (laughs) So you know what I'm saying? It's like, she's like, I'm on these lavish. I'm on vacay. Look at me in my bikini. I'm on vacay. And she's not, she's here. Wow. So, but people do that all the time. I I actually heard a a speaker talking about this. He's like, people normally don't post about their failures. Like, oh, I, I didn't get my audition today or something bad happened. You know, somebody might go on a venting spree or whatever on Facebook, but I feel like that's different because most of the time we are just posting our highlights. Like my yeah. dog ate his cookie today. I didn't post all the time he shit on
1: my floor today. You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> like, so yeah. it's like exactly, exactly. You know what's funny is when I did when back, you know, back when I first had Facebook, I would I would post like kind of some negative things like that. You know, like oh I didn't make you know this that or whatever today, and I would get people telling like I would get my mother. My mother would call me. And she'd be like. Why are you posting negative things? Why do you do that? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, am I doing you know, you make Ugh. you think you're doing something wrong and I feel like a lot of people may have gotten that. I don't know. Or be, being told that, you know, from somebody, their their boss or their manager or their agent, Well, that doesn't make you look good, don't do it. And it and it sucks because that has like trained us to be fake in a way. Because all well, we are going to bed but some of us Going through some issues. Yeah,
0: um, yeah. I, real that, quick, that, everybody. True.
2: Yeah, Jonathan, you haven't yeah. spoken in a long time. Say something. I
0: know, but yeah. I, I no. Um, unfortunately, I have to bring some bad news. We've got about two and a half minutes before this is going to cut us off, so we're going to have to wrap <laughs> it up. But well, this is a problem. The,
2: your show is too short. I exactly.
0: Tell tell me about it. I uh, wish it was. I uh, wish it was longer. Uh, I'm
2: going to say one thing really, really fast before we jump off of here. If you are one of the people that are, like, writing stuff on Facebook about bad things that are happening to you, the best thing I would suggest is to ask yourself, why are you posting these things? Is it so that everyone else can be like, okay, like, my day is not so bad, too? Or are you seeking other people's fulfillment for yourself from people giving you pity? Um, to make yeah. them yourself, you know, because that's
1: another problem. Mm-hmm.
0: I exactly. totally agree. Well,
1: well, before all we right, – we, well, Jackie, where can people reach you, follow you, all that good stuff? Go.
2: Um, Jackie Hall. It's Jackie Hall across the board on Instagram. Um, I'm not on Facebook anymore. Uh, I should start using Twitter. Just Instagram. Do Instagram. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, Just my God, Instagram. I got rid of all
1: of my stuff. <laughs> Oh yes! thanks <laughs> that was such a good talk. I really enjoyed you. You're absolutely phenomenal. You're such a good spirit, good energy. I feel like I could be really good friends with you. Um oh. The all that good stuff. Yeah, you're just super sweet. And anyone out there, please follow her. She's awesome. She's beautiful. She's amazing. She's in LA. If you live in LA, reach out to her. Take her out for a drink. All that good stuff. Um,
2: you
0: back. My dog said bye. <laughs> <laughs> bye, Zeke. <laughs> um and uh next week we have next week we have Ashley Soder coming on, so we're, I'm really excited about that. And uh we've got a great stuff, so check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and uh Twitter. Uh all about acting podcast. Yay, love you guys. Love, love you, you,
1: love bye. you too. All right. Okay. Bye bye.